Yo, 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 it's your girl Tea Time with Key. How y'all living? How you feeling? How you dealing? What's going on? So, you know, Women's Month is almost closing out. Um, I'd like to go ahead and, you know, give a shout out to all of the wonderful women in the world. Black, white, Puerto Rican, Indian, um, Chinese, everybody, you know, everybody, all of them. Women definitely help make the world go round and make the world a better place. We really do. And we have to get our due. And I just saw a quote that said that so much wisdom is left in women's untold stories. And it definitely goes good with what I had to talk about today, which was, um, I don't know many of you who have heard about or even possibly watched this past week and weekend. Um, But this past week, Genius dropped Aretha on National Geographic, as well as Tina Turner dropped her documentary, um, Tina, on HBO. Both incredibly well-done pieces of art um, by creators. As a creator, I definitely take art into a different view, um, as well as a lot of other creators I know. We def- we look at we look at the the creativity in someone's art in a totally different light than everybody else is just people who are, you know, giving their input on it. So long story short, I'm going to go ahead and cut to the chase. Um, so before I go to that, of course, Aretha's family, or I'll say, I won't say the whole family, but some of her family members did not agree with National Geographic um, doing her story as well as they didn't really have, I guess, some of the input about it, but that was mainly from her youngest son and his kids. Um, As well as far as with Tina's story, that was something that she did basically on her own. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it because it's a lot of juicy stuff that goes on in both. Um, I'll start with Aretha. So Cynthia Abiro, British African um, actress, she played Aretha, Courtney B. Vance, he played her father, C.L. Franklin. Um, listen, he when I say he played his part, Courtney B. Vance is already one of my favorite actors, and I feel he's underrated as well for some people who don't really realize his work or his capabilities. But the man is just so dope. And this is one of his best... Sadly, this is one of his best pieces of work that he's ever done because and when I say sadly it's because of the character that he had to play was such a big mess like the man was I think he was worse than Joe Jackson when it came to his philandering ways with women and um if y'all who don't know Joe Jackson was Michael Jackson's father I wouldn't say that the man was abusive at least they didn't show that in the movie Um, He probably had abusive ways. I think his abuse was more so like a mental and emotional thing. It wasn't, he didn't have the physical abuse, but he cheated on his wife. Aretha's their mother. You know, I don't want to really give y'all the whole story away because I know some people may want to watch and they have not called it yet. Um, Others of you, you may not want to watch it and you're trying to wait for the Jennifer Hudson movie to come out. I will say the Jennifer Hudson movie has to, it better bring his A game. Like, I know that the acting is going to be there, but it's like, are the stories? is going to be better because and I'm not going to say that I don't personally know because I don't personally know Aretha and I will go ahead and honestly say I I've always listened to Aretha's music I really have it's it's like I grew up on some of her music um however I didn't really myself 
become a genuine like diehard Aretha fan and really respected her <laughs> hence no pun intended of respect but I didn't really respect her as the artist that she is until a couple of years ago I think it was maybe about 2017 and um, at that time I was driving for Uber and Lyft and I remember this one lady she got into my car and she was talking, we were talking, you know, just chit-chatting. And I think I had played a song about Aretha. And she was like, you know what? She was like, have you heard her song, Young, Gifted, and Black? And she was like, and you know, she was telling me, like, the whole, how the song starts off. Like, the, the notes that she hits. And she was like, yeah. She was like, when you get home, you get you a glass of wine or whatever it is that you do. She said, you play that. And listen, I was never the same after that conversation with that lady when it came to Aretha. Because I really understood fully and shoot, even then, I still didn't even fully understand why they called this woman the Queen of Soul. Until again, is it's like which I think that's like with a lot of artists that I you know really respect and gain more knowledge on them. But when I after seeing that movie, I gained even more respect for this lady. And it's like for me, the movie. Well, it's not a movie. I guess you could say they said they said it was a series because it was over a span of four days. They did two one-hour episodes each day, so it was it's eight different episodes, and each one was good to me. Some people may be like they hated it, or you know they not just they're boycotting it. Good for y'all, but me, baby, I had to see it. Uh, I'm a visual person, so I really respect Aretha so much more after that series because it's like you to me it made her human and of course we all know that she's human but I think a lot of people have always had like the wrong idea about Aretha or you know have said that she's mean or she has a bad attitude or this that and the third but baby you let life like that hit you and you still come out on top and you know that you the shit like it ain't no questions about it when you know it Honey, honey, you ain't gonna always be so humble either. On top of that, like I said, when life hits you sometime, it will it'll leave a damper on your spirit. And it's like you just don't you don't give too flying, you know what? It's like you just don't care. And I think that's what happened with Aretha. I mean, to have a baby at the age of 12 and 14, that's just some of the easiest things right there that you just got to really realize right then and there. And this is in the what 50s that she was having a baby. So like yeah come on <laughs> like I remember when I was 12 I think I was still playing with dolls here and there like I was living my best life there were no worries so I can only sit there and try to imagine myself and I think that's why they showed her with a baby with her ponytails you know she had on her little church dress and holding a baby and it's hers and it's like you have to sometimes you have to give that to a visual for a person like to speed them up this is what's her life now that's giving information like everyone i'm not gonna say everyone knows but you can look that up and know that she had a baby at the age of 12 and 14. so those are some of the things she had to deal with her mother had basically she her mother did not leave i know some people probably hear that her mother did not leave them her mother had to leave her father basically kicked her mother out um, she was trying to take her kids, but he would not let her. And that happened a lot back in those days. I feel like, you know, if the mother ever felt like she wanted to leave and wanted to take her kids, but if she didn't have the the strength or the money to do it, the man was not going to let her take her kids. And um, that's what happened with them. Um, like I said, I don't want to tell y'all everything. I'm trying not to tell y'all the whole movie, but it was good. On top of, as far as the men that she had to deal with in her love life, the one man that she, it seemed like she got the most peace from 
was the character who um, was played by T.I. Ken Cunningham. He was a politician um, or whatever. I think he was a councilman or something. But on those episodes, it was like she drunk less. She was more about, you know, being in the movement and the cause. And she just really had a lot more life than what she did in the other sections of the series for me. And, um, like, to even see her chain-smoking cigarettes with a voice like that, it's like, wow, you were chain-smoking cigarettes and your voice was good as it was. Like, the woman could play the piano so good on top of singing, you know, I'm sure she wrote some of the songs. And it's like to have to fight through that at that time. And that day and time, even by the time that she did one record in particular, I forgot when it was. I think it was in the 60s. She had already, by that time, she had already had 20 albums out. Like, really, like, give this woman her flowers, dead and gone or not. Like, give this woman her flowers. Because to, to have to break away from the church and to do soul and be that lady. Like, she kept she kept music coming up through the times. Even the few years ago before she passed, the woman even did a whole album of covers. Like, who really was still doing it? Like, she's been doing music since she was a child. It was so beautiful. I saw her in a human way. It saw to me to make it seem as though, you know, her attitude wasn't just, oh, she was mean or just because she was a drinker. No, the woman had, she had reasons to be mad at the world and still came out on top. Like that, she was, she had the resilience. She had the tenacity. She had the strength, right? She had it all. And she didn't really always know how to show it. And I think that's where it came out, where people were like, oh, she's mean. She has a bad attitude. And I can see that. But if you would have gotten to know her, if she would have opened up to a little bit more people during that time um, of her career and her life, it probably would have been a different light for her. But like I said, when you get that much power at such a young age, you're, you're going to, you know, either wild out or you're going to somebody's going to think they're not going to think that you're humble and I think like you know with being raised by her father who was the man that he was that rubbed off on her too so he was a man that seemed to have had a lot of power especially in the church and he was also part of the movement as well so like he he definitely was like the kickstarter to her career so it's like even though that he was a mess he he made sure that he groomed her for success and that's another way that him and joe jackson were alike like he put her in the right rooms with people like james cleveland dinah washington mahalia jackson like um clara ward like she knew everybody she she was even around martin luther king and it's it's just so crazy because you're seeing this visually and i'm sure that you know some people have read other things like i said i don't know all of what is true and what's not true but she definitely tried she definitely tried to live a life that was good for the public eye or keep her secrets away i'll say um, but I'm gonna let y'all go on that and I'm gonna get down to the Tina documentary. Um, excuse my little one. Um, it's actually kind of like bedtime, but me making all of this noise, she's just up and at it. Um, so the Tina documentary, sister's girl said that she's telling us bye. That's, that's, that's what that boils down to. She's telling us bye. I wish that more artists did this, whether they're actresses or singers or whatever. 
um, but everybody's life is not the same, so they can't all do it. But living the life that Tina Turner has lived, she's basically seen abuse since she was a little girl. Her mother and father used to fight. Um, her mother left, left her with her grandmother and her father and then soon after her father left so she's always known some type of hurt since she was a little girl um even though she did end up getting back with her mother years later her mother still didn't really see her as she should have or as she wanted her mother to see her she only was happy because the girl was getting her things and she was famous but she didn't know her she didn't know her daughter like that and it's sad because they did show a clip of her mom um zelda zelda bullock is her is what's her name she's dead she's she's passed she's deceased now but excuse me <clears throat> um of course they even showed some clips of ike and really what her documentary was about was her going into retirement and living her life until it's her time to go up out of here and to live it peacefully and I respect it because it really put into perspective of what I didn't even realize because I've loved Tina Turner since what's love got to do with it you know and to that movie is one of my favorite movies so I've always I've always looked at it you know with different eyes to know that it's telling her story of abuse but also it's like to remember that this woman possibly had to go see this movie you know she for one for one she had to sing the, the the parts of the movie she was the vocals behind Angela Bassett's character though that was her voice those were her vocals so she has to mentally prepare herself for this like okay they, they are talking about my life I was lit I lived this like who would want to keep seeing or having to go through it you know and that's as well as interviews that she had to go on after breaking away from Ike people are always bringing it up well how is Ike have you talked to him um do you know what's going on you know what what, what was your relationship like like who wants to keep bringing up that abuse that is PTSD that's just trauma you know and no one wants to keep reliving trauma that they barely possibly didn't even know they were going make it out of alive so I definitely I saw her in an even more human light and it was even um Angela Bassett got on there she was one of the people that they had you know to discuss Tina and she was saying you know your I guess she was saying as a person um to have your trauma being inspiration or the, your biggest downfall in life is the is a big inspiration for everybody else around you like that hurts especially and I won't say that Tina Turner hasn't healed from it but I know that took a long time like you're with a man for 16 almost 20 years getting your ass beat continuously most of the time and you don't really have anywhere to go and when you finally do get the strength to leave you have nothing but your name so this woman had to build herself back up through her fame or whatever and technically she never even really wanted to become famous when everything was before everything started that wasn't her goal you know that wasn't her goal to it she really had just wanted to sing up there with Ike when they first met and it's so crazy because they even spoke about how their relationship originally started off as a brother and sister type of relationship it wasn't even where they were trying to be together it wasn't until um, I think it was the hit A Fool in Love and Ike had already been in the music business before he got to Tina 
um, then AKA anime Bullock originally before they even met or whatever, he had apparently been left by other people who had gotten, you know, gotten on the music business, but he was part of the reason why they got on, whether it be as far as him with writing the music or being one of the main artists behind it, whatever. So it was like by the time that he got to something where it was going somewhere with Tina, he was like, oh no, you gotta be my woman. And once again, I don't wanna tell y'all everything that happened in this documentary, but good information. And it really helps you to realize like this woman went through so much and we've laughed about it or joked about it or just continuously watching it you know as a favorite movie it's a staple in the black culture you know Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne definitely played those parts to a T of Ike and Tina but once again we have to realize that was that woman's life like it's not it's not entertainment to her she, she lived it she doesn't want to keep living that I'm sure she probably has never watched the movie again if she ever watched it at all but it's like you really have to put that into retrospect and to realize that people who do go through these things and get out they are humans you know they still have feelings famous or not they still have feelings and she is now currently where she has suffered a stroke and I guess in the past few years she's now currently um going under PTSD as well as bad dreams that she has and I can only imagine like I know the things that I have dreams about that I don't always speak about or you know, just the vivid dreams that I have, stuff that ain't even happened. So I can only imagine if, like I said, she got, she was beat on for almost two decades straight. So you try to still live your life, you know, and you try to finally put your information out there and thinking that that's your last time having to hear about it. But no, years later, you're still having to hear about this name being brought up when you're in an interview. It's not even always just fully your music, your talent that's being talked about, but the worst part of your life that's always having to be dealt with and to talk about that's a lie like no one wants to do that I don't think nobody wants to do that you know and so like I said I respect Tina I've always respected her I respect her even in a more better light because it gave me understanding on how she feels right now and especially in her old age and wanting to just live her life freely and homegirl is over in switzerland she's been there for some years now because her and her husband her second husband had gotten married or when they got married after 27 years of dating <laughs> that was on her behalf because she i guess she wasn't ready you know and you can't blame her i i, I wouldn't blame her and he is younger than her i think it's about like 20 years i think they're like 20 years apart but um he even got on there and he spoke about you know far as the ptsd that she goes through and just having to be there for her and i know that that's a lot for him as well and i think a lot of people they don't think about that when you're in a relationship like your partner is the one who's there with you majority of the time so they're going through with you whatever it is that you're going through whether you're shutting them out or if you even letting them in they're going through that with you and especially, you know, if they're a good partner, they are. I'll say that. If you have a good partner, that'll go through it with you. That's something that everyone does not get to receive. And I'm just so glad that she is able to have that even after all those years that she, after all those bad years that she had with Ike. And especially now in her old age, like she should want to just, and should be able to. She's paid her dues to live her life freely and in private and in peace as she should. Um, so that was like her farewell to her fans. And it's like, you know, I know that she retired some years ago, a few years ago, um, as far as with not performing anymore. 
but now she's just like completely out of the light and we have to respect it you know it's it's good she gave her time she gave her dues woman body was on fleek she still like once again shoot she still looked good <laughs> because i don't know too many people i want to say she's i don't know if she is she 80 she might be 80 but even if she's like in her late 70s her body she's still nice and trim you know she can still walk on her own she's still in her right mind she looks good and the flashbacks they were showing because they were showing clips of concerts or practice rehearsals and all these other things that she did when i say the costuming was good on her um abs was in for one i don't know if y'all knew that she had like million dollar policies on each one of her legs separately life (laughs) insurance policies on each one of her legs separately baby is bad okay but it, it was for both of those women they went through so much and to see the greatness that they have achieved to come up during the time that they did it gave me so much hope and motivation because it's like i'm not saying that things are completely great but they are a whole lot better than what they were when they were coming up and it's like i have the opportunity to make it whatever it is that i decide to do whether it be you know in the entertainment business or just life in general like we can make it out here because our ancestors and the people before us they went through stuff that we did not and won't have to go through or at least to the extent that they had to go through like color barriers just everything gender biases just everything they had it to such a higher degree and i'm like i said i won't say that this stuff is gone because we still got stuff we got to go through but we don't have to go through the hoops and hurdles that they had to jump through because that was tiring for sure and um also just to piggyback on the aretha um series costumes were great the church that they did the live recording in for amazing grace they had that down to at um oh yeah also who played aretha's grandmother miss pauletta washington denzel's wife she did wonderful in her um character as well and um shoot t.i character was so smooth it was like i see why aretha over here in love like t.i definitely he played his part too but it was really good like I everything was good this weekend it was definitely a women's empowerment weekend for me to watch both of those and see two of my favorite people you know in the entertainment business do what they love and to hear their stories it was just very empowering and it makes you want to do better and go after the things that you want because they both like i said they both went through so much and they didn't let the they didn't let it stop them from getting to where they wanted to go or didn't even know where, where they were going to go and one thing that i also felt for them on being humans was that both of them for one didn't even think that they were pretty or beautiful at the time when they were coming up and that's so disheartening but I've I've heard it all the time even Felicia Rashad hasn't even always thought that she was the most beautiful and a lot of people think she's the most beautiful woman in the world but every woman has their own beauty and I will say like Tina Tina and Aretha both were bad like coming up and back in the day they both were bad I mean like and Tina to me she was so beautiful like pretty teeth nice bone structured face 
you know, she was beautiful. And it's like to think that you did not think that you were pretty, it hurts my heart. But it happens. And even now, like some females that I know, I've heard them, you know, talk about themselves or not feel as beautiful as other people see them to be and that's why you know beauty is in the eye of the beholder but you also have to encourage yourself and to know that you are beautiful inside and out and it's not always about looks it's really about your heart and I think that's one thing about them to me um I can't speak for everybody because like I said beauty is in the eye of the beholder but to me that's what made them so beautiful was because they were yet so forgiving and you know and Tina especially and that was one thing that she talked about too was you know that she told Ike then back in the day you know that she wouldn't leave him if they made it or whatever because she felt like too many people had left him and she had also had that symptom herself of people leaving her so she knew how that felt and she said on the documentary she was like back then a promise was a promise and she was like so she stood on that and it's like it's so crazy because life is insane like life is beautiful life is great life is kind life is harmful life can be scary and life can be a bitch but at the end of the day to be able to love to be loved and genuinely know that you gave love or genuinely received it is a beautiful thing than to not have done it at all and she even talked about, you know, that there were some good days for her. And I, you know, she couldn't say that every single one was bad, but the bad did outweigh the good for her. And I can, I get that. I mean, somebody beating you up that often, it's not okay. And um, even with Aretha, I wish that she was still alive to be able to tell us how she felt about the series or be able to tell us how she feels about the movie that's coming out. But I mean, like I said, just give these people their flowers there each one bio biopics um have had the right people playing them you know they have definitely shown their art to play those people but all in all check those out if you haven't i'm gonna let y'all go i'm gonna give me some rest because little girl is she's a little sleepy <laughs> y'all be blessed out here keep it popping keep your heads up um, stay safe. Wash your hands. Even though the world is trying to open back up 100%, y'all still better wear y'all mask and wash y'all hands and wash y'all ass. See ya. Peace.